Welcome back again, everyone. It's Dina Calmady here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report Week in Review. And we have a lot to talk about, don't we, Susan? Well, I tell you, it's never a dull week, I can assure you of that. If you're following along with us week after week, or if you're new to the show, welcome. But what we do here is we take a look at seven days' worth of news headlines from around the world that line up with Bible prophecy. And what we do is very unusual and unique. I'm not sure anybody else is doing this, Dina, what we do. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so either. But what we do is we scan international headlines from around the world, and we take a look at what's going on, and we line it up with what the Bible says is going to happen in these end times. And it's tracking really close with the Bible, running parallel, what's happening around the world. And I think that could be one of the most exciting things about what we do here every week. What do you think? It is very exciting to see God's word come alive right before our very eyes. And it's not just like, you know, uh, a headline here or there. It's every single day, you guys. It's every day, whether it's an earthquake in various places or a volcanic eruption or, you know, political uh, situations, you know, what's happening in Israel right now, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. It's just, you know... artificial intelligence, mark of the beast technology. I mean, I could go on and on of how God's word is coming to pass every single day. Well, I think that it's reassuring. I find this to be very reassuring that the word of God is so accurate. What do you say? Yes. To the, you know, cross the T, dot the I, his word is coming to pass. Very accurate. And that's the kind of God that we have. He is a God into the details, and he's accurate. He's the same right. God yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. And so, and his word, his word will never return void. Right. We serve a God of precision, right? Amen. Well, let's just go ahead and begin to take a look at this week's news, because uh, honestly, we've got to get moving. There's so much to talk about. There always is, but no different this time. And I implore you to go back and check our last recent shows because we cover a lot of news from the past month. And so you'll get a lot even from our past shows if you want to get caught up with news around the world. Well, let's begin with a look at Russia because Russia really made the headlines this week. And it really goes right along with Bible prophecy. So let's take a closer look at what Russia is up to. And it's pretty shocking overall. They don't mince words. And uh, what they're saying is pretty frightening, to be honest with you. And, you know, I've been around the block a couple times. And I'll tell you, I've never seen anything like what's going on now. Right. You and... And I, we have been doing this kind of work for 10 years, and we've never seen anything like this. Right, Dina? No, I have never seen tensions this high where we're at right now. Global tensions. 
Yes, and especially I know, just with unreal. The, yeah, they're ramping it up, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> I think we've mentioned in the past that the Ukraine is really putting the heat on them, and basically, America's United States has been sending billions of dollars over there to fund this thing, and they are really causing a lot of headaches for uh, Putin and Russia, and so Russia is forced into a corner to respond. I mean, they're already fighting Ukraine, but they just, you know, they have to save base. They cannot tolerate the United States tormenting them. They thought this war would just go their way so easily. I don't think they realized they were going to be met with so much difficulty. Okay, so this is causing them to do some pretty ambitious things in the way of their stance in war. And here's a headline. Russia shows off devastating meteorite missile and chilling threat to the West. So Russia is reportedly readying a devastating 20,000 mile per hour hypersonic avant-garde missile that the country's leader Vladimir Putin has warned can't be stopped by any defense system. It's understood that the nuclear-capable weapon previously described as a meteorite by Putin can be launched from outside the Earth's atmosphere and strike multiple targets anywhere in the world in under 30 minutes. It is believed to be the only weapon of its kind, and Putin has warned the countries in the West don't have the means to stop it. The missile has been seen in newly released footage installed in an underground launch silo in the Orenburg region of the country. Now, the Russian Defense Ministry said an intercontinental ballistic missile is loaded into a silo launcher using the hydraulic mechanism of a special transport loading unit. So the UN has no shortage of evidence to arrest Vladimir Putin for war crimes, but a new report shows the links to which the Russian president is willing to go to decimate Ukraine. So we have more news popping up about what Russia has been up to. Reports have come out that farmers in the occupied Zaporizhia reported that Russian military confiscated their crops just five days into the invasion back in February. February of 2022. So a bombshell new report published shows the Kremlin has pillaged more than $1.2 billion worth of grain to fund its war machine and spark a global food insecurity. So evidence gathered by the international human rights law firm Global Rights Compliance found Russia deliberately targeted grain-rich areas and food production infrastructure after its tanks rolled across the border. Okay, so this definitely goes into the category of food famine in the Bible. And we have a lot of reports coming out on our end times food famine. If you look it up on uh, Facebook, enter end times famine. And we've got videos over there and we've got all kinds of details about the coming food famine that will be here in place for the post-rapture left behind church. 
and it is really coming together. And this is just one more evidence of it, something that Russia is up to. And it's not any one thing, Dina. It's a whole series of things, and we're going to continue to talk about this as we get into our reports. But everything is pointing to exactly what God spoke of in the Bible, and that's what's most amazing about everything that we're covering. But here's an interesting headline from Russia. Putin general found dead under mysterious circumstances after criticizing Russian leaders' third-rate Air Force report. And so a Russian general and his wife were found dead under mysterious circumstances this week after he had criticized Vladimir Putin's third-rate Air Force. Well, okay, not keeping track of this, guys, you know, number of, of bodies, but there have been a large string of generals and journalists and various people around him that if they criticize this guy, Putin, they end up dead. They either get thrown out of a window or poisoned or something happens to them. That's Isn't true. that true, Dina? Yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. And it's, it's just unbelievable. If anybody says anything about him, they're going to be sorry because he finds a way to, to you know, do them in. He gets rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, they are gone. Okay. <laughs> I. It's like, wow. I mean, they, they get thrown out of buildings and all kinds of things happen to them. So nobody can really say a word about this guy, but that's how it is in Russia. Now, I want to talk about this headline. Russia will start concentrating on Finland because the northern European nation has closed several border crossing points between the two countries. Russian state TV host Sergei Mardin has warned. Mardin said on his show Mardin Live that Finland was very important to elites from St. Petersburg, Russia, and accused the nation of erecting a new Iron Curtain, according to an English translation posted to X, which was formerly Twitter, by an advisor of the Minister of International Affairs of Ukraine. And Finland is a member of the European Union and joined the NATO military alliance this past April. The move angered Russia and led to a Kremlin declaration to strengthen military capabilities. All right, so this is really causing a lot of furor between Russia and Finland. Finland has really angered Russia because of their involvement with us, the United States, because they're also closely involved with NATO and the United Nations and pitted themselves against Russia. Okay, the article about Finland continues on and says he wrote, Russia is creating this situation not so much to demonstrably worsen relations with Finland and create problems for it, but to recreate the Iron Curtain for its own citizens. Putin's regime wants to bring back the situation of the USSR and the Cold War. Martin also said on state TV that the closed border is, in fact, the Iron Curtain, he added. This tells you what kind of life we've entered better than anything else for the St. Petersburg elites. Finland is a big deal. Precisely from here on, I will assume Russia will start concentrating. Okay. I just want to mention, as I have on several occasions in the past, about my experience of being in Russia. And I was also there at the Finland-Russia area, coming from Finland into Russia and back. And I can tell you 
that this really hits home because the Finnish people, they are very unhappy with the Russians, but they had an open relationship of the Russians coming into Finland and the Finns coming into Russia. It was very open, and it doesn't surprise me that they ran to get involved with NATO, given you know my take on the situation. But I have to say that Russia is trying to block its own people from now going into Finland, Dina. And it's really cracking down on their own people, more so than for the Finns, because the Finnish, they just, they're not that happy with Russia. So it's really going to be the freedom of the Russian people in St. Petersburg who will suffer probably more than anyone by this most recent situation. And see, what happened was Russia got mad at Finland because Finland wants to set up some American military outposts, and this is really causing Russia to be mad. But So they recently sent 300 immigrants without papers into Finland. And I think this is uh, more of a movement towards World War III and countries choosing up sides, and now the lines are really being drawn. What do you think, Dina? Yes, yes, absolutely. Right. That's the direction that we're going in. Right. And we continue to see this. We also have seen the Polish and the Russian situation grow. And it, this is going to continue. There's not going to be a slowdown or an end to this. This is going to unfold right into Bible prophecy, just as it is written. But we had a Kremlin propagandist with close ties to Putin has warned that nuclear war is unavoidable as Russia continues to threaten NATO and the world with its nuclear arsenal. And while Putin's mouthpiece Vladimir Soloyov, who hosts a show on Russian state TV, warned that nuclear war was coming, he optimistically added that it would not lead to humanity's collapse. Well, isn't that comforting, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The report also stated that an enemy attack would likely target the U.S.'s intercontinental ballistic missile launch facilities in Colorado, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, and Wyoming. Yeah. We have seen the map showing U.S. cities where 300 million Americans would die of radiation deaths if this took place in a nuclear war. So this is all extremely serious, and the Bible does outline something that's exactly describing a nuclear war. Yes, actually, uh, Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12 says, And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. So the word says here it's a plague, but these are also the effects that someone would go through if they were in the middle of a nuclear explosion. You would literally melt on your feet, and that is the description that the Bible is giving. Right, exactly. And we did have a MSN, for what it's worth, opinion piece come out that's titled, and I won't go into it, but the headline is, we're not on the brink of World War III, we're in it. So there you go. Now, how about this? Ukraine's new weapon could cross Putin's red line. So a new U.S.-supplied high-mobility artillery rocket system, H-I-M-A-R-S, 
slated to be sent to Ukraine may include a modification that crosses Putin's red line. And so the Department of Defense announced on Monday that Ukraine would be sent a single new HIMARS and additional ammunition as part of a $100 million aid package that also includes anti-aircraft missiles, artillery rounds, and cold weather gear. Okay, so this thing is really heating up isn't it? Yes, absolutely. There's no denying that now. Right. So everybody's just, I guess we're all just sitting back and watching this thing unfold. It's hard to deny. Okay, well, we could talk about this topic the whole time, so we're going to move on to other things. How about this? More than 51,000 Floridians still without power after heavy storms hit them. And I know I mentioned this last week, Ohio has brought in the use of marijuana. So now, altogether, Dina, I don't know if people know this, but altogether there are 38 states that medical marijuana is legal, but there is 24 states where it is recreational legal. And we've got this information, if you want these details, over on our page, End Time Drug Use. And I think if you go over there and scroll down, you're going to be really amazed. There is a lot in the Bible, uh, in Revelation, that talks about pharmakia and sorcery, which translates to drug use also, in Revelation. So we cover that in this Facebook page, End Times Drug Use, so you'll definitely want to check that out. In fact, we have a lot of Facebook pages that we provide information that you can go over to after the show, but hang in there because we've got more to tell you before you jump off and check out our pages, but we definitely want you to do that. Well, how about this? Fort Lauderdale Airport was submerged underwater as heavy rain hit Florida this week. We had flash floods killing 100 in the Horn of Africa. In fact, that has already changed, and this headline says death toll from floods in Kenya, Somalia, and Ethiopia rises to 130, and the flooding also included 16 children have died among that number, and 700,000 have been forced out of their homes in the Horn of Africa due to this flooding. And this is just incredible. We had people all over that region flooded. Now, they were coming out of drought, but now it's turned around on them and turned into a disaster. It's just unreal what the pictures are just unreal. And if you want more details on this event, please go over to End Times Floods, and you'll get to see these articles that we're mentioning and the pictures, and scroll down and check that out. Okay, Dina, I want to mention that we are still getting news and videos from Iceland showing large cracks in the roads with steam rising after their earthquakes. They continue to have earthquakes, and they are waiting for an eventual eruption around that area of Iceland. I think now that a good number of the people have probably evacuated because it's evident that with all the cracks in the roads and the steam coming up in the cracks, that something is due to happen. And so now everybody's just kind of holding their breath and waiting to see what's going to happen next. Isn't that something? Yeah, that is a very serious volcano that is getting ready to explode any day, any minute now, any hour. So prayers for those that are in that area. Get out of that area 
you know, don't hang out and wait for the lava. Exactly not. Yes, it's it's been unbelievable. I mean, they, last we reported, they were having approximately 80 earthquakes an hour on average. I don't know that I've reported on anything quite like this before. It's never been quite this dramatic. But anyway, the Gaza tunnels that Israel's been contending with, the tunnels of hiding Hamas, they were going to flood them and flood Hamas out of their own tunnels, but God flooded those tunnels recently. He did? Yeah, and did the work for them. What do you think of that? Go God. Look at God. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah, that's how God works. He does things like that. Well... We also had a strong 6.7 earthquake hit southern Philippines. People panicking and running for their lives. Boy, we're getting a lot of earthquakes in diverse places all over the place. Now, if you head over to our End Times Famine page, you're going to be met with some information about what is going to happen according to the USDA. Beef prices are going to soar to another record high this week and are expected to face a 100% increase next month compared to the same period a year ago. Steaks will likely be out of the dinner table of many Americans in coming months as shortages already started leaving grocery shelves empty. Even cheap meats like ground beef are about to shoot up in price due to lowest supply in decades, the department said. And so the nation's shrinking cattle herd combined with surging input costs at U.S. farms and ranches have pushed wholesale meat costs to over $8 per pound, official data shows. Analysts predicts that the figure could jump above the $10 mark in December due to the seasonal spike in demand. As in comparison, beef costs in 2022 were hovering around the 10-year average of $5 per pound. The rapid price appreciation means that you will have to pay double what you paid a year ago to bring your favorite cut home this winter. Okay, and we could go on and on about that, but we won't. If you want the full meal deal and full article, head over to End Times Famine. All this plays into End Times Famine as predicted in the Bible. If you go into Revelation, you will find after the rapture, there are 21 judgments, and the first four are considered to be the white horse, which is the revelation and revealing of the Antichrist. Red horse is World War Three. The black horse, the third horse, is famine, economic downturn, and the final horse, the pale horse, is actually death. And so we are seeing, not only are we seeing the culmination of the white horse, which is the mark of the beast technology, we're also seeing World War Three mounting up, which is the second horse. And just as I mentioned here, this food famine is... The third horse, the black horse, is mounting up, and even the pale horse is coming about because I think death is going to include plagues and things like that, which we're already, you know, hearing a lot of talk about. So those first four horses, although this is a post rapture event, we are seeing these things take form, and there's no question about it. This should really be causing everyone to move forward on their chair, leaning forward and getting ready for the return of the Lord. Amen. Okay, well, let's take a look 
at how what is going on between the United States and Iran. MSN headline, U.S. enters dangerous new phase in shadow war with Iran. The United States has been hitting back at Iran-linked militants after a barrage of attacks on American targets in the Middle East in recent weeks, with U.S. forces conducting several retaliatory strikes that run the risk of kicking off a wider war. Although the U.S. says the operations are aimed at deterring further attacks against its forces in the region, the retaliatory strikes haven't been entirely successful. And just this week, U.S. military bases bore the brunt of three attacks in both Iraq and Syria, according to a report from Associated Press. Okay, well, I, I just want to say this is fueling the fire of a World War III event. We've got the United States entangled with Iran. We've got United States involved with Ukraine. United States is moving in right over there with the Philippines, Taiwan, and China. And we've got North Korea mounting a campaign against us with South against us and South Korea. Dina, there is just so much going on. It's unbelievable, right? Yes, absolutely. And it seems to be coming to a head recently. Just so many wars and rumors of wars, nation rising up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Just what Jesus said would happen. Right, and exactly so, and, and not to leave out Israel and Gaza and everything that's going on there. We've got activity with the Houthis, we've got activity with the Hamas, and we've got the whole Middle East brewing over this whole thing. In fact, the scripture that talks about Israel being a cup of trembling to the whole world is exactly what what we find going on right now. I don't know how anybody can deny this. What do you say, Dina? No, there's no denying. It's right there in your face. If they're denying it, they got their heads in the sand. Well, I have to say, unfortunately, the reason many people would be denying this is that so many of the Christians today and people around the world in general are Bible illiterate. And they're too caught up in the world's distraction, which is, you know, coming from the enemy. Yes, yes, I think that's true. That's true. And some people, some people, unfortunately, don't understand the Bible. And so God has written the word of, you know, he's written his word so that we can understand it. So if you are having a hard time understanding it, then go to God in prayer. Go to the Holy Spirit, because he wants you to know what he's saying in his word. So go to him and tell him, you know, hey, God, I don't I don't get this. I don't understand this. And if you seek him, he will give you revelation into his word, because he wants to talk to you through his word. So uh, continue to seek him. You know, I had to do that. I had to really, uh, you know, pray and ask God to give me revelation and wisdom, you know, with his word. And, and eventually he did. So... You know, um, it might take some time, but for those that are trying to learn and having difficulties, God's going to help you. Right. And the thing I want to encourage people about understanding Revelation is if your church is not talking about end times and the book of Revelation and how it is applicable in what's going on around you now, then that doesn't mean you can't take it on. And here's how it happens. You will not be able to understand the Bible until you make a full surrender to the Lord. And there is no requirement that anybody has to understand the Bible to do that. The Bible is very clear. Come as you are. So I implore you to come 
to the Lord as you are and lay your life down at his feet. Because without that, there is nobody that can understand the Bible without the help of the Holy Spirit. But once you open yourself up to that understanding and invite the Holy Spirit in and make Jesus Christ your Lord and Master, this is all going to come into your understanding. God wants you to understand what's going on in the world. He doesn't want you to be overwhelmed by all of this. Although it seems overwhelming, it is not for those who follow the Lord. He has made a way, and he is making a way for those who pursue him and follow him. Not just in understanding his word, but in day-to-day living. And I'm very happy to tell you that God is our protector. And the Bible says he's Jehovah Jireh, which means he's the provider. And so although these headlines we're reading seem overwhelming, look up because your redemption draweth nigh. And I think that's the exciting part about this is that God's plans are coming together perfect as he described. And we're only telling you these things because we want you to understand that the word of God is accurate and it's coming together really fast now. And this is not a time to be far from God because we have an enemy who goes about and wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But God is greater than all of that. And that's why we need to get really close to him. Well, Dean, I want to get back to some of these headlines. We had a tropical disturbance hit West Caribbean, causing floods in Jamaica and Haiti before dissipating. And so some 14,000 customers lost power in Jamaica after heavy rains downed trees and severed power lines, causing landslides, according to Jamaica Public Service. So, wow, they really got swept away by floods, according to these news reports. And I want to mention another headline, Greater Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic was underwater, flooded, and also without power. Haiti had two dead and Cuba underwater as well. So the streets of Greater Santo Domingo are experiencing considerable urban flooding this week due to torrential rains which have affected the country and left an unofficial toll of at least three dead in events that occurred in the area and also caused a collapse of a bridge and some other horrendous activity there. We've got a page called End Time Floods. Hop on over there and you'll get these details. We had a tsunami Tsunami engulfed Santa Catarina in Brazil. Can you believe all this stuff, Dina? Pretty fantastic. I mean that in the way of Bible prophecy. Right. And we had some residents of a remote Papua New Guinea island were preparing on Tuesday to evacuate from the vicinity of an erupting volcano that shot a cloud of ash into the sky, forcing cancellation of some flights. And so we're seeing a lot of activity like this. And, oh, Dina, you're going to find this very interesting. Large marine predators, including great white sharks, regularly spend time in the ocean's twilight and midnight zones far beneath the depths at which they feed in a discovery that has mystified scientists. In a new study, data from 12 species of large predatory fish, including sharks, billfish, and tuna, showed they regularly spend time in the mesopelagic zone, also known as the twilight zone, which stretches between depths of 656 and 3,280 feet. 
feet, which is 200 to 1,000 meters. And they were also seen in the midnight zone beneath the ocean surface. So they're starting to hang out in lower parts of the ocean, and scientists have no understanding why they're doing that now. Do they know something we don't know? They say that uh, animals detect things and crises before people do. In fact, they even watch animals, and they may be the first warning system for earthquakes. But this is really strange. I mean, do you want to know how deep that is? Well, if they're going to a depth of 656 feet, that's 50-story building. Wow. It's about 500 feet. And so imagine if they're going down 3,200 feet. I mean, that's several 50-story buildings deep. So that's that's pretty deep. Not sure why they're going down there, but they're descending. <laughs> Probably they know something's going on up on the surface. So they know something uh, we don't know. They know something that we don't know. But anyway, I want to go into something really unbelievable that's going on. Well, not not new news, but shocking nonetheless. Okay, MSN says there's a global warming update. Earth briefly surpasses key climate threshold for the first time. Well, let me just tell you that September sizzled to records and was so much warmer than average scientists call it mind-blowing. So after a summer of record-smashing heat warnings somehow got even worse in September as Earth set a new mark for how far above normal temperatures were, the European Climate Agency reported. Now... If that wasn't enough, this headline from Barron's says the hottest October globally marks fifth record-shattering month. And so last month was the hottest October on record globally. Europe's climate monitor said this week as months of exceptional heat likely to make 2023 the warmest year in history. With temperatures soaring beyond previous averages by exceptional margins, scientists say the pressure on world leaders to curb planet heating greenhouse gas pollution has never been more urgent as they prepare to meet in Dubai for the UNCOP28 climate conference this month. That's going to start the 1st of December. And by the way, the Pope is showing up for that meeting. Okay, I'm not sure what he's going to contribute, but okay. So anyway, we are seeing unbelievable records being broken around the planet for heat. And already November looks like it's heading that direction as well. In fact, they're seeing 2023 is going to smash records for being the hottest year ever recorded for the planet. I mean, from the beginning of when meteorologists were starting to record these kind of things. What is it doing? Well, it's creating a lot of havoc. Let me just mention this headline. The Arctic permafrost is a thousand years old. As it thaws, scientists worry what it might unleash, including deadly pathogens lying dormant in centuries-old Arctic permafrost could become the latest threat from a global warming. Okay, well... Also, it's contributing to droughts. We're seeing droughts all over the planet. We, we continue to talk about this week after week. What does this all mean? Well, it is Bible prophecy coming together because the Bible talks about droughts and people thirsting. It says that those who make it back to heaven after dying by giving their life up to keep from taking the mark of the beast, the Lord says that they will hunger and 
thirst no more. So there's going to be food famine and thirst during tribulation. Okay, it's going to be from superheat. We're going to have droughts. We're going to have food famine because of those droughts. And these events are already taking place and forming up. And it's it's just the Bible starting to come into together. And with everything mounting up, Dina, I don't see any of this slowing down. We are in the birth pains, and this is really moving fast now. And I just want to say that the heat thing, the Bible says in Revelation, one of the tribulation events will be that a third of the planet's going to burn up. Now, Dina, already there is great concern for this. In fact, uh, I think that's what's driving the machine for the people in charge to get the mark of the beast system together is because of their concern about what's about to happen. They know that the planet's heating up. It's going to be a big problem for everyone, and they think they have the answers, and their answer is creating that mark of the beast system that they want to put everybody under. But I have to tell you, I have read reports that as the planet continues to heat up, there will be certain places on the planet very soon that Life will not be able to be supported because the human body can only take so much heat. Human organs start to shut down if uh, people are in situations where they're living and it's it's too hot. And we're already re starting to move into that kind of a climate where people are living in locations where it's going to be very dangerous for life to be preserved. What do you think about all this, Dina? No, I think you're right on the money. Well, we continue to talk about food famine, but we've got sugar prices rising worldwide after El Nino-linked weather damaged crops in Asia, and eventually that's going to affect the entire world. Maybe we don't need as much sugar as we think, but it is part of a lot of food. Let, let's not bread. go that far, all right? Let's not take away my sugar <laughs> that quickly, yeah, okay? Right, exactly. But it's just one more thing that's leading to food famine, these reports. Mm -hmm. We had severe storms hit Turkey, leaving nine dead, 11 missing. There was a sunken cargo ship due to a terrible storm raging around the Zonguldak, Turkey. And the maritime community finds itself in the midst of a crisis. And this ship just broke in half. Uh, there video of it, and I don't think anybody was hurt or lost, but the weather was unbelievable. And that's what we're seeing all over the place. Just, I, I have never seen footage before and clips like I have recently of flooding and all over the place. And some of this flooding is like the catastrophic flooding in the Dominican Republic has had the largest rainfall event ever. And then we have the Gueba River overflows in Porto Alegre's center in the third highest flood since 1941 in Brazil. We continue to see these things. I'll tell you another place that's being flooded, which it's, it's shocking to see the pictures. Dubai is in ruins. Storms, floods, and landslides destroy buildings and vehicles. I'm telling you, I... To watch this is just unreal. And it's really now, odd that we're not seeing this, you know, being really reported on mainstream media. I know. These are I huge know. events. These are not small events. These are huge. They are not. They are not. We also experienced a major eruption at the Yulawun volcano and triggering a 60,000 foot 
ash, and uh, that's incredible. But just to mention Dubai again, they have had unbelievable flooding going on. I mean, they're a desert. And to watch cars floating around in a desert region is it's just un- it's hard to imagine, right? Yeah, definitely. Their international, Dubai International Airport got flooded over in the UAE. Now, at the same time, Brazil's Amazon drought affects locals' access to food and water. We also, this past month, saw seas of dead fish wash, continuing to wash up along the Galveston coast in Texas. And we had 150 dolphins dead in the Amazon. Scientists blame 102-degree water on that. If you want more information on that, we have a page called End Times Mass Animal Deaths. We also have a page called End Times Landslides, and we try to keep up with landslides around the world, but recently we had a massive rock slide at Zion National Park. It actually covered a parking lot in dust over there. In Alaska, they had a major landslide that killed some people, and it was also quite serious. But you can check that out for details. We'll let you take a look at those pictures. Now, Dina, this is another interesting thing going on in Lebanon, Connecticut. Parents discussed a controversial club for elementary school children at a school board meeting Tuesday. Members of the community said they were upset after Salem, Massachusetts-based group named the Satanic Temple planned to launch a club at Lebanon Elementary School December 1. Outraged parents forwarded their social media posts to Local Channel 3. The town's Board of Education met Tuesday to discuss parents' concerns. About a dozen parents spoke out, including the woman who reached out to the temple herself and is helping to get the club started. My goal is starting the club is to create a more diverse balance to our offered extracurricular activities, said Julie Valvo. Well, it says here, according to Valvo and the temple, the Satan After School Club doesn't worship the devil. Instead, this group said it, it promotes free thinking for young people. Okay, well, you know, I am sorry, but this is the Satanic Temple. It says it's a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represents a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Okay, if a Christian organization for kids is started, you don't hear much about it. But any time the Satanic Temple decides to start one of their Satanic clubs, they call it After School Satan Club, it gets all kinds of news. And I think they're just using children as a way to do their publicity stunts. What do you think, Dina? I think you're right on the money. I think you're right on the money. I just wanted to mention it. It's just a sign of the times using poor little children to pollute and use use them literally use them for publicity stunts. That's just my opinion. But Well, we had a strong 6.6 earthquake hit Halamahera, Indonesia, contributing to the number of earthquakes that we see all over the planet now. We also had the French territory of Mayotte 
an island with around 310,000 people in the Indian Ocean. It's off the eastern coast of Africa between Mozambique and the island of Madagascar for those who are geographically challenged, and I'm one of those people. But I just want to say that right now they're making headlines because they're uh, coming into drought. It says they're gripped by drought and the island is running out of drinking water. So it's the worst drought they've had in over a decade, and they're really in a bad way. I mean, can you imagine they've got an island and they can't get water there? That's going to make it pretty virtually impossible for that many people, over 300,000 people, to remain on the island. They're going to have to leave if this water supply doesn't change. Yeah, that's bad news. And these are the kinds of things that we're seeing all over the place. In fact, scientists predict severe droughts in Syria, Iraq, and Iran. The extreme drought gripping Iraq, Syria, and Iran would not have occurred without climate change caused primarily by burning fossil fuels. Scientists said this week, warning that punishing dry spells will become more intense as the world warms. Again, this is what we were talking about earlier, but it's really taking its toll all over the place. I don't know if you knew this or not, Dina, but um, they're searching for a pipeline leak in the Gulf of Mexico. It's already leaked as much as 1.1 million gallons of oil into the ocean, and they're trying to find where this is leaking. Well, that's not good. No. Again, we're not hearing much about these things, are we? No, we're not. Not really. Here's another headline with a shallow 6.7 earthquake hitting Vanuatu and producing small tsunami. Over there in the Dominican Republic, they had a deadly wall collapse with at least nine people dying after this roadside wall collapsed onto vehicles during the heavy rains that they're experiencing. So, we had dangerous dust storm swallow interstate at California-Nevada border. And all this stuff going on with Israel is still mounting up. We've got the BRICS group. Remember them? Yes. Yeah. B-R-I-C-S. They condemned the Israel war on Gaza and signaled to the West. No surprise there, leaders of major emerging economies called for an end to Israel's war on Gaza on Tuesday and for cessation of hostilities on both sides to ease the rapidly deteriorating humanitarian crisis in the Gaza Strip. And so they've moved from economic focus to being, you know, a dictator over the business of Israel. Israel, right? Mm-hmm. Let's tell you what BRICS is made up of. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa are all major emerging economies looking for a greater say in a global order long dominated by the United States and its Western allies, according to this article. But I want you to know that they've added six countries to their list. So let me tell you who's jumped in most recently. Okay, in addition to what I said was Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They have recently added Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the UAE to their mix. So they're a growing concern. Now, I think what their total is with 11 countries, they have a combined population of 3.7 billion people that they were to dictate over. So we're really seeing World War III come together pretty fast. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, 
Absolutely. Right. And it seems to me that Israel's always at the center of it, right? Well, she will become, according to the Bible, a cup of trembling. Right. And I just want to go back to a little lesson I had with my son years ago when he was little. He came to me and he said, Mom, why why is everybody so concerned about Israel? What is the deal? <laughs> I mean, it's true. Israel is about the size of New Jersey, right? So I basically said to him, well, Israel is known as God's people. He established them as God's people. And I believe that the world wants to destroy Israel because I think they think that if they can do that, then they can destroy the Bible and God. And I have news for them. It's not going to happen. So they better get used to the idea. Israel's not going anywhere. Right, Dina? No, she's not. Jesus has to rule in Israel. Exactly. In Jerusalem. So, in King David. So, not going to happen. They're no. there for life, forever, eternity. Not going to be. Okay. Well, this is interesting. 18 billion animals a year die but never end up on our plate. So, they're calling it a lot of waste. Yeah, that's interesting because... People will be hungry this year. That's a, that that's a lot of animals. It sure is. It sure is. And we also had apocalyptic scenes after hurricane-force winds sweep through Krasnoysarsk, Siberia. So you can go to Siberia if you want, but you will also experience some of this horrible stuff going on around the world. I guess pretty soon everybody's going to experience something because it's really moving fast now. But... I just want to close this segment of the show, and I there's something I want to say, Dina, to our listeners. Okay. I get, yeah, I get a lot of the people coming to me and saying, we, we know all these things. You know, we know the Bible, and we know all this. And I, I think it's great that you do. But the purpose of what we do with this show is to provide a evangelistic tool for the Christians to utilize, to take to their church leadership, to take to their fellow Christians, to take out to their friends and family members who don't know that this is all going on. A lot of these reports that we're discussing here, well, first of all, a lot of it's not being mentioned on the news. And secondly, the news is not going to tell people that, oh, by the way, this is all something that Jesus Christ said would happen, and this is lining up to Bible prophecy. So you're not going to get the news looking at it from this angle. And so these are tools that we are putting together week after week for people to use to spur others on to get focused on the Lord and really need to be focusing in right now more than ever. And it's not just the fact that the rapture is coming and that the Lord's returning. There's all kinds of events going on around the world where people are dying. I mean, we've read about this all through this hour and other shows we've done. There's all kinds of hurricanes and, and uh, volcano events. There's just unbelievable tornadoes and just floods, landslides, all this stuff going on, shootings, crime, just strange things like unbelievable car accidents that people end up in and they don't survive. And you really need to be ready. I mean, you need to be ready in the same way that you would for rapture for anything. 
It's all the same. If you need to be ready for rapture, you need to be ready moment by moment for the Lord to perhaps you might be standing before the Lord at any moment and you, you just have to be ready. Nobody knows what tomorrow holds. Nobody knows what is going to happen before the day is out. And so this is why we do this. We know that people are busy. We know that churches are busy running churches and church activities and the pastors don't have time to do the kind of research that we're doing. And that's why we do this. And so I really am asking people to dig deep down and think about who can you share this information with? Is there someone you know that might be interested in this that you could pass this information over to? And who could you maybe open up their thinking to possibly being concerned that maybe they need to think more seriously about their spiritual life and get their spiritual life in order? And do it quickly. And take it from Dina and I. We have been at this for 10 years, and we've watched headlines. And I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like what's going on right now. And so I, I think we take this very seriously, and we really want you to think hard about sharing this information with others. I know you might find it interesting what we're saying, and it, and it lines up with what you already know, but take time to share it with somebody who might need to have an idea about what's going on in the world around them that they're maybe not aware of. So, Dina, I'm going to close out with that, and I'm just going to invite people to come over and check out our Revelation for Beginners and Daniel for Beginners video series. Nobody should have to feel like they can't understand Revelation, and so we have these programs for people to learn about Revelation that maybe have never picked up the book of Revelation before in their life, and so join us on that study, and I think you'll be amazed at, at how you can understand revelation and understand what's going on in the world and related to the bible so okay well there you go dina i'm gonna throw it back to you well thank you for all of that susan and for bringing us all those headlines and if you guys still have questions about jesus or how to surrender your life to him please feel free to contact susan and i and we will be happy to lead you in a prayer of salvation or share some of our other videos with you that we have uh created in the past and also you know we've got videos on intimacy with god you know prayer bible study just you know revelation as susan mentioned we've also got the book of daniel for beginners i mean there's just so much information that we would love to share with you so feel free to reach out to us in addition, you can find these videos on, of course, our YouTube channels. Susan's is Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries. Mine is Dina Amelia Calmetta. We also have it on our Rumble channel, Jesus 24-7, as well as mine, and our BitChute channel. And we're also on podcasts, so Google, Apple, and Spotify. And we want to hear from you. So please do leave your comments below this video. In addition, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, and Susan has a website. It's fairly new, and it's endtimesprophecycatalog.com. So go over there, come visit her. Susan's also an author, so go check out her books. You can download them for free. If you want a hard copy, you can get it from Amazon. All proceeds go right back into the ministry, into God's work. And those links will be below this video. Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? 
Right, Dina, just a couple plugs if I could. Uh, we also have a Facebook page called End Time Signs in the Skies. And I have to tell you, we've really been putting up some amazing photos over there of signs in the skies. I think you'll be amazed. We have a large following, so go over there and check that out. Our community group, Rapture, is very soon. I'm happy to say thanks to all of you. We have now passed the 170,000 mark on our way on up to 173,000. So I don't know what to say except praise God. And uh, But thanks, Dina. So have a great week, everybody. Yeah, have a great weekend, you guys. And I hope you enjoyed your holiday for those here in the United States. So... Happy Thanksgiving to all of you this weekend. We love you so much, and thank you again. God bless.